didn't die yet <laughs> for a long time oh episode 109 here we are of true dysfunction yeah. hello dysfunction i have a red bull and a four shots of espresso on ice that i'm drinking we're <laughs> going we back and all. forth i'm trying to die now um it, it's been crazy <clears throat> 2020 is for sure trying to kill me i got the worst fucking phone call ever <laughs> last night Bunny called me. It was like ten thirty, close to eleven. I was in bed. Bunny, to, nobody calls me that late, so I I know if it, the phone's ringing, something's wrong, and I answer it, and I just hear Maria screaming in the background that it hurts and she can't breathe. I hear somebody talking on a speakerphone. Bunny doesn't say anything for a minute, and I'm like, Oh my God, what is going on, Bunny? What's going on? She's like. I don't know. My mom can't breathe. Oh my god! I uh, it was just a normal day. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, so the day before, I was having some chest pain, a little bit, not a lot, and um, I was thinking maybe it could be heartburn or something like that. It was just very like a very dull, I guess you would describe it, pain, and um, I didn't think anything of it, and I went to sleep. Um, I woke up really manic at five in the morning and I forgot that happened. Yeah, too. you did text me saying that. So I randomly woke up and um, my mind was just racing, racing, racing. And that happens sometimes, but it doesn't happen often. Yeah. But um, when it does happen, it's really fucking frustrating because you can't slow it down. And it's just like my thoughts, like imagine the best way to describe it is like imagine watching a TV on fast forward. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how your brain is going. And it's doing that for fucking hours. So I can't go to sleep. Um, I have, like, this unusual amount of energy. And it's it's just very fucking annoying. So I was dealing with that in the morning. And so I was kind of tired because I only had maybe four or five hours of sleep. Yeah. But, you know, it was a regular day. I didn't go anywhere. It was very chill. Um, Towards the evening, um you know, I I had that chest thing again, I guess it started a little bit, but not much. And then uh, at one point, I was like, I got this weird feeling like in my stomach and my chest. And I didn't know if I like, had to throw up or had to use the bathroom. I did it was like weird. Um, So I got up and I was like, let me go in the bathroom and maybe try to throw up real quick. Because, you know, when I was pregnant, there was a couple of times I threw up stomach acid and Mm -hmm. immediately felt better. And so I was like, maybe it's like that happening Mm -hmm. the onset of that so I got up and I was like bunny you know can you stay with pee pee for a minute I'm going in the bathroom and I closed the door and so first I just tried to pee and then I got up and um, immediately it was just like this fucking stabbing pain in my chest hella bad hella hella bad to where um, I couldn't even breathe I like could hardly talk Anytime I took a breath or inhaled or exhaled, either way, it was very sharp. All it like from the top of my stomach to like the middle of my chest and 
just so fucking bad to where like I laid on the floor and I was like in all these weird positions just trying to make it better. I raised my arms and I remember Stinkers, he he came over and he kept telling me like, raise your arms. You got to raise your arms. I don't know why he was telling me that, but it wasn't helping. And um, when you can't breathe, like when you're choking or coughing, they tell you to raise your arms. I guess it helps open your airway. Oh, okay. Well, I was trying that. And it wasn't working. <coughs> He's also a doctor. Yeah. Um, so I had already called 911 before I opened the bathroom door and I was like yelling, bunny, call Auntie Crystal, call Auntie Crystal. And I didn't say why. So she probably, that's why yeah. she didn't know what to say. But I was like screaming and like crying and I was like punching my chest and like trying to fucking get that shit to stop. And I just kept thinking to myself, like I'm having a heart attack. Like this has to be a heart attack. What the fuck is this? And so... I threw my phone and Stinkers is on the phone with the paramedics and, um, you know, I'm like trying to scream out that I'm on this medication. I had a PE in September. Um, I'm worried it's related to that. Like, can someone just come right now? And so she was like, is there any aspirin products in the house? And I immediately think, yeah, I have the chewable baby aspirin, um, when I had to take that. And so she was like, um, have her take four of those chew up four of those right now and so I did and you know I'm still like crying but I can't really get anything out because like I'm trying not to breathe at the same time just so much pain and um uh, I chewed them up and I want to say within two minutes I started to immediately feel better like by two minutes I think I was fine and so I was able to kind of get up and I was like what the fuck I don't know if it was placebo effect Mm -hmm. like if it was in my head or what but whatever i felt better so i was like um and they had trying to chew the ass sorry to cut you off but they Mm -hmm. had you chew up the aspirin just in case it was heart related yeah yeah so um so i'm really thinking i had a heart attack so finally you know they come in and i i tell them everything i tell them what happened to me in september and like what medications i'm on now and um they're like okay let me you know, hook you up and do a, I think it was an EKG or something right then they had brought like a big box down. And so I'm on my little couch and they're like hooking me up and I see bunny and stinkers on the big couch and they're just watching and they're really nervous and shit. And I can hear pee pee in my fucking room. And I'm like, can you <laughs> bunny, can you go get pee Like I'm crying. And she's like, Oh, Oh yeah. <laughs> so she goes to fucking get her. She had been in the room by herself for like 10 minutes. <laughs> As there's all this commotion going on. so when Me screaming on the floor the whole time. Dude, so when Bunny called me and after I, you know, heard the background and I kind of got the gist of what was going on, I was like, where's the baby? And Bunny was like, she's in the other room. And I'm like, is she okay? And Bunny's like, she's watching a show. <laughs> Can you fucking get her, please? And I'm like, I'm on my way. And then at one point, I'm like, where's Stinkers? And she's like, he left. And I'm like, what do you mean he left? And I thought about it. And I'm like, oh, to go outside and meet the paramedics. And she's like, oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> she thought he fucking left. <gasps> Poor buddy was probably in yeah, shock. I'm like, he's not going to leave. Like I said, I think he was even crying because he's like me, like in every possible way. Um, Definitely. When he gets mad, he cries. When he gets for it, like cries over anything, just like me. Um, 
as but I'm they driving. Were, they were upset. Um, my intention was for her to tell you that I had I was call- going to the hospital. Like not you know not you didn't need to come, but that I was. But yeah, by the time they took me out the door, I could hear you at the top of the stairs. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> I fucking drove like hundred miles an hour. I told you, my legs were shaking. I was like, this bitch is already here. I like- was talking to God, and you know I don't do that. I was hella. Do- I was like, you cannot let her die. I'm gonna have four kids. Oh we're not God. gonna have a show. I had like nine hundred things going through my brain yeah. i was like she has to fucking be okay oh that was scary that in was my mind i really scary. i really thought it was a heart attack and i really was like um if they don't get here soon it could kill me That's i've just never heard you like that not like not even during fucking labor yeah i was just gonna say even during birth i haven't no screamed out and been like that like i really really thought it was a heart attack. you were screaming um, hurry i don't know if you remember but you were you yelled hurry on the phone when stinkers was on speakerphone i heard you yelling hurry yeah hurry. It, it was not getting better and i was just like this shit is about to kill me and i'm gonna be hella pissed like because <sighs> i didn't do it myself god damn um so i i get to the hospital and they're like um your ekg looks good it doesn't look elevated or anything but that doesn't rule out a heart attack so we're gonna do you know all these tests and i'm like yeah test me for everything right um my troponin levels was what i was most worried about yeah. because I told them they were so high before. That's a sign of heart damage. Um, so I'm like, definitely check for that. They have to take hella blood from me. Um, I ended up going to Richmond Kaiser. I ain't been to Richmond Kaiser since like 2006. They had like people on my emergency contact list that I don't even fucking talk to no more. Like I was like, no, um, I ain't been there in so fucking long. But um it's it's a very dirty hospital it was very dirty and like the trays in the rooms looked fucking banged up and like bent and shit and i was just in there like god don't touch anything right and um you know they have all these tents set up outside before they even bring you in to the building you got to go through that area outside freezing cold it was so cold last night yeah, I felt was. wet. I was so cold. Like oh, no. it was that kind of cold. But they had me on a gurney fucking outside for hella long, checking temperature and shit before they even bring you in, which is good because, right. you know, COVID is something that's very scary to me. So they finally bring me in and um I want to say they had like the best medical staff. Like I was shocked. The doctors there were better than the ones at John Muir in fucking Walnut Creek. Wow. Like they were so nice and attentive and fucking just great. They didn't, they didn't treat me like I was on drugs. They didn't look at me and judge me. Like I've been experiencing a lot. Yeah. Um, they were just fucking great. Um, it was very fucking sad. The people that were in there, one man was in there and he was homeless and, I don't know why he called the ambulance to take him in, but he was talking to the, I don't know what he said to get brought in, but he, when he was talking to the nurse, um, I could hear him saying, the nurse was like, so you just wanted to get in from out of the cold? And he was like, yeah. Oh my fucking God. And when he said that, it broke my fucking heart. But the nurse, this dude, he was great. He was like, what size pants do you wear? He was like, I'm about to get you an outfit so you could take all this off. He was Aww. like, um, you know, keep it. Uh, I'm gonna bring you whatever. He asked him, did he have a coat? He said, no. He was like, you have on short sleeves. You're outside with no coat. He said, no. 
So he was like, I'm gonna get you some pants. I'm gonna get you a sweatshirt. I'm gonna get you a coat, you know, whatever. Like, I'm gonna go look and I'm gonna bring it all to you. So, you know, you do what you want with it. I'm not trying to force anything on you. He just respected him and he was letting him make choices. And he just handled it so fucking well. I was in the room just blown away. Like, I complain to myself in my head about so much shit that doesn't matter. You know, um, I've gotten a lot better about it. I'm not a materialistic person, but just hearing that, you know what I mean? It's very humbling. It puts everything in perspective. Like you have to appreciate what you have. You know what I'm saying? And I do. I am a very grateful person. Yeah. Um, But God damn, just hearing that. So that nurse, whoever he was, God, he was fucking great. Um, in the next room on the opposite side, there was a man and he was in there because he was threatening to jump off his balcony <sighs> and he was suicidal and he had like marks on himself. Um, he said he did them himself. I guess it was on his hands and arms and he's talking to either a doctor or a nurse and he's telling her, yeah, like I was going to jump off the balcony and she's like, I'm going to give you, you know, an injection or you could take a pill. Like I'll let you choose. Like it's just something that's going to relax you and make you feel better. We're going to keep you here tonight. If you want to stay, um, a psycho, a psychiatrist will be here in the morning to talk to you. And she just thanked him for being there. And she was like, um, I'm so happy that you're here and you didn't do it. Oh, you're going to make me cry. I couldn't believe the conversations I was overhearing. Like, it was so much compassion. And, you know, I've dealt with a lot of nurses and doctors that sound irritated or annoyed and shit like that. But she was telling him, like, you don't have to worry about the cops. Um, You're an adult. You don't have to stay if you don't want to. But she was like, I just want to thank you for being here. And I'm thankful that you're still with us. Wow. You know, it was just, oh, my God, I was listening, fucking blown away. But they handled that shit hella good. He ended up staying. Shout out to Kaiser ER staff, man. They were like, you can spend the night. Like, don't worry about it. Just try to relax and rest as much as you can. If you're hungry, like, all... I've been in places where I have to like ask them like I've been here si- seven hours and I haven't ate and I'm pregnant like yeah they were literally like do you want something to eat I'll go see what I can get you now to both patients that I was hearing them talking to and they were just they were like don't worry about anything while you're here like we're gonna do whatever we can do w- within our power I and, love this so much oh my god it was great and then um there was you know i'm just sitting in the room like listening there was another old man there who's an old filipino man and he was so cute he had like a hip issue but he he was like i have a walker at home but i don't want to use it because it makes me feel old this man was old he looked like he was about set in his 70s but he was the doctor and the nurse were laughing they were like just use it temporarily it don't mean you're old just use it temporarily and he kind of laughed but he was like okay i will but you know it was just they were just great i just can't say how how great they were when they finally let me go the doctor came in she was fucking amazing um they took so much blood from me to do the blood work and shit but i'm like yeah test everything Mm because i want to rule out the scary shit yeah you know and so um they tested my blood she was like there's no sign of troponin anywhere it's undetectable which was good because yeah. my shit was hella high when I went before. Right. That was my number one thing I was worried about. So she was like, it was not a heart attack. So we can rule that out. Um, and then, you know, she gave me the choice of doing a CT scan or 
just doing an x-ray so that I'm not, not exposed to so much radiation, especially because I already had a CT scan this month. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we ruled out all the important stuff, but she was like, if you start to feel like it's coming back or if you get nervous and panicky or whatever, she was like, we're here all night. Just come back. And, you know, she didn't make me feel like I was wasting their time or like, you know, just all these complaints I've had before at hospitals. I had none of them there. And I just wish like that hospital was kept up better, you know, um, equipment wise and shit like that you know it's just it was fucked up to see the condition of the shit in the rooms it's probably on the bottom of their list because it's in you know in the hood yeah you know i had to hit the ground during a shootout at richmond kaiser before i'm not surprised at all in the fucking parking lot i know people that have fucking been there during shootings a lot of times in the parking lot it was between the cops and and another dude and it was a full-on fucking shootout and thank god for the black dude next to me because my stupid white ass just kept was walking and he was like hey and he grabbed my back and he pulled me to the fucking ground because you're I, fucking clueless ass like, dur, dur, dur. it's just more you know in that area it's so hearing shit like that you know you're like whatever and i probably was in my own fucking head as always yeah but thank god for him yeah it used to go down at that hospital. It's in the middle of like separate neighborhoods. Yep. Like I'm from North Richmond. That's where I grew up. That's my side of town. That it's on op- It's in the middle of that and like Central Richmond, and like they don't get along. Yeah. And so you know there would be if if any of us ever got sent there, you know that's like prime target area for for shit to go down so there used to be fights in the parking lot all the time if somebody got took there and we had to go there like to see if they were okay there would be hella issues so yeah it's it's not a good neighborhood to be in especially like if you're from richmond and you don't necessarily get along with people over there it's fucked up I but, love that um, the hospital staff was so great. That oh my shit God. just warms my heart. And, you know, I get treated like I'm fucking drug seeking and yeah. shit all the time. And there was none of that. There was none of that at all. I didn't have to repeat myself 10 times and tell them I don't use drugs. Good. Um, the paramedics kind of kept asking me a little bit. But you know what? They were great, too. Um, I just, you know, brush it off at this point. Right. But they did keep asking me, like, you're sure you, you don't sure? love meth? No. <laughs> basically are you fucking sure are you sure because you really look like it those face <laughs> tattoos tell a whole different story they're girl. saying yes and your mouth is saying no so <laughs> yeah but i didn't you know they kind of gave me a little bit of that but not the hospital the hospital good. was great good yeah. it's crazy because i have to like make sure i'm super well spoken anytime i go in the hospital so that i'm not treated like Delphine or you know what yes, I mean like ma'am no sir yeah I make sure I'm really proper in my and you know I come across educated and shit like That's that so, so sad you have to do that, that I have to yeah I have to overdo it every time put it on super thick <sighs> I need to hear about this uber ride home from the hospital oh my god oh my god so I'm like it's just non-stop um let me just start by saying I'm not fucking racist we know that but I call this Uber, right? I wanted my son to come get me. And um, he had been asleep for like two hours, I guess. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to call Uber. It's not far. So um, I go outside and, you know, it's like ghost town. Like it's hella freezing. There's yeah. no one in sight on the street, nowhere. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like walking. Nobody. You can't see anybody anywhere. It was a very scary feeling. 
and um, I'm walking to the sidewalk like from the hospital so it's it's a good like block distance and um you know I'm, I'm looking up the license plate number and shit so I could check it when they get here right I read all these stories about people getting in the wrong car um so he comes to get me first thing he pulls up he's missing a headlight and I'm like uber that ain't cool like um you're like great the cops are stopping us on the way home yeah and and uber inspects vehicles like they're not gonna if they knew that they would be pissed right so you would get suspended and wouldn't be able to drive until until you repair the car yeah and it's not like a fog light it's your fucking headlight and it's dark as fuck out here so first thing so i'm like whatever then i go up and he's asian and i'm like i'm not tripping off that but i just kind of laughed a little bit he had on the thickest fucking glasses I've probably ever seen. It almost looked like it was a costume. Like, I was like, all, all odds are against us right now. He's driving. He hits a fucking pothole. I swear to God, my head hit Did the roof. Did you scream? I was like, you know, when I first got in the car, I said, you got a headlight out. You know that, right? He tried to act like he didn't know, but he pointed his hand right to the one that was out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm just telling you, you got a fucking headlight out. It's hella dark out here. So I get in the car. He's flying, hits a pothole. My head hit the roof of the fucking car. I said, you might want to slow down. I'm texting my sister and my niece like, he can't fucking see. Like, I don't The understand. glasses are scary. The, the coke bottle glasses i always get nervous when i see people not in the to be dark ableist, but in the dark with one headlight fucking and i i wanted you know coke I, bottle I, glasses yes and i made the comment about racist because stereotypical asian driver like it was just like a joke at this point like what the fuck is going on am i should i walk like <laughs> but i was like i'm gonna let him go so he goes and um, it was a rough ass ride, but I was laughing and I fucking made it home. And I was just thinking to myself of all drivers to get vehicles to p- fucking pick me up. And visit- from my heart attack, I just died. <laughs> oh my God, it's a joke. The shit is nonstop, non fucking stop. So I made it home, but I was just like, fuck fuck and then i go like oh i check my instagram on the ride home and bunny's like posting pictures of her like throwing up middle fingers and shit and i'm like bitch your mom i didn't check in with you your mom is possibly dead of a heart attack bitch and this is what you're doing on fucking instagram stories right now you're fucking posing in the mirror throwing up the middle finger like what the fuck is going on with y'all stinkers is knocked out sleep i'm glad y'all are so worried (laughs) they're like she's dramatic again pp's gone she went to my niece's house i'm like what is this fucking house dude what is going on bunny's like party fucking time phone all night bitch. phone all night she ain't (laughs) taking it tonight and and i'm like bitch you got me fucked up her caption said she ain't taking the phone tonight she had a heart attack (laughs) (laughs) throwing up the middle finger like fuck phone curfew curfew. i'm up bitch (laughs) yeah no sorry party's over bitch i'm home i know surprise so, bitch i didn't die you're so disappointed you gotta hand the phone over <laughs> shit and i did take it when i got home i hate these kids i do too i saw it I, I took a picture of the picture i was like she cannot be fucking serious like this is what you're I'm doing crying. right now you're not home worried worried sick that i might have died you're fucking partying it's party time i can't breathe yeah fuck them kids <laughs> <laughs> pp's gone like 
Pee-pee's watching Princess and the Frog. She at, give at my niece's house. Right. Okay. Stinkers is knocked out with his mouth open. He's not concerned. Hi. Hi. Right. <laughs> Fuck these kids. Goddamn. Fucking A. Goddamn. I can't breathe. But I'm still here. I'm still here. Take that, 2020. Yep. I don't even want to get cocky. I mean, knock on right. I don't want to get too cocky because goddamn, but... Fuck. Um, yeah, I got some more if you want more. Uh, Christmas. Christmas was great. It was cozy. I, it I don't want to say great because I didn't get to be with my family. Yeah. I didn't. I, it was just me and Bunny. And my sister came over and she stayed with us. Thank God, because that made it really cozy. Yeah. We, we made a bunch of food and we just like watched movies all night. And it was nice. And then in the morning, um, the girls opened their presents and it was cool. We was just home, you know, yeah. chilling. And um, I thought it would feel a lot worse. I was pissed, but it made me feel better seeing other people weren't with their yeah. families either. So I didn't feel like I was alone in it. Yeah. It's just, you know, what it is right now. So it was cool. Um, Christmas Day, I ran the fireplace all day, like eight hours probably, right? Um, we went to bed and the, you know, like Duraflame logs, they burn for hours, right? I usually wait until it's completely out. It was like a little bit red, but it was pretty much out. Yeah. And I closed the doors and we closed the flue, you know, the vent of oh, the fireplace. Jesus. And we go to sleep. We're asleep for like two hours and the carbon monoxide alarm starts going off. You were trying to kill everybody. So I get up and I'm like, what is this? And at first I'm so disoriented. I hadn't been asleep for very long. And I'm like, what's going on? I realize it's not the smoke alarm. It's the carbon monoxide alarm. So I start smelling in every room and I'm like, what's going on? I don't realize you can't smell it's an odorless carbon. gas. <laughs> I don't know that. I'm like, I smell plastic. You guys, I smell plastic. I start yelling at Bunny to unplug all her new shit that she had plugged in. <laughs> I'm like, unplug everything. Something is fucked up. The alarm won't stop going off. And I'm talking to my sister. I'm like, I just Googled and it's odorless. So I don't know what to do. So I changed the batteries in the alarm. And I I'm just like, pull them out. I said, let me just make sure it's not a battery issue first. right? Yeah. So I do that. Um, it's still going off immediately. So I try to call security in our property they're not fucking answering the phone, of course. Worthless. So um, I call 911. So that twice this week, I've had to fucking call 911. Who's the cop caller now? <laughs> right? <laughs> so I call the fire department, comes out really fucking handsome fireman, white dude, hella cute. He was married, though. You were but like, he was like me. a little older. I was like, I think I need to be carried. Like, <laughs> I feel so woozy. Weak. I'm woozy. Hold me. <laughs> He came in. You have no shirt on when he gets. <laughs> Why is your shirt off, ma'am? It's ma hot. It's hot in here. <laughs> no, he came in though. He had like a young. You could tell he was like a trainee or something with him. They came in. They had a detector, and it was like a thirty, I think, when they came in, and then it was dropping. What I did was I opened the flue of the fireplace before they got there because I googled that was a possibility. Fireplaces, so I opened the flue, and um, he checked all the rooms, and he was like, "From the time I've been in here, it's gone from a thirty to a twenty-six. So it's whatever it is, it's going away, and it's mostly in this room." And I said, "Well, I had the flue closed," and he's like, "Yeah, you can't do." that you fucking dummy <laughs> i said oh so it was my fault okay so it was the fireplace and he's like yeah you have to leave that open like if you use the fireplace during the day 
at any time you have to leave it open at least like 24 hours like so all that gets out because even when it looks like the fire's out if that shit is still warm it's still accumulating so it's still burning off I said, oh, I didn't know. So um, I'm like, I'm hella sorry. And he's like, no, no, I, I totally appreciate it. Um, you're hella cute. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you want to see my cock? <laughs> he was like, I really appreciate also that you checked your batteries before you called us. Right. Because I've come out for a lot of battery issues before. So he's like, I appreciate the steps you took before you you're even called smart us out too. here. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm smart and I got great tits. <laughs> Touch them. <laughs> So we had sex. I'm fertile. Do and you then see this baby? <laughs> he left after we had sex and it was fine. We're fine. But I had, yeah, I had to call them fucking out again. Like, I, and I was just thinking, please don't let them come back like twice in one week. Like, this bitch isn't equipped to have kids. Like, <laughs> she got hella kids and she's like, she's like we have to keep coming out. as a box yes. of rocks. <laughs> she's not um, experienced enough to have all these kids <laughs> oh god how did she make it I this know, far i know but yeah that's how my christmas night was spent with, I, I with the w- fire department <laughs> naked right <laughs> i would much rather you overreact than, than underreact under, yeah. and something really bad happen but you know that's nobody, nobody wants motto. to be the dummy that's like oh sorry you came out here for nothing so you know i made sure i thanked them so much and apologized and you know they made me feel better they were like no you did the right thing i've been calling 911 since i was little i've been overreacting <laughs> we couldn't find richard for about 30 minutes when he was like a he year and a on. half no this was at home when my grandfather was watching us and it, it had been about 30 minutes and we couldn't find him i said fuck this shit i, I called 911 took it upon yourself yeah i was like my grandpa don't know what he's doing he done lost my brother i'm just gonna call the fucking cops i don't think see and i lived in a house where we never called them for anything one time i called 911 when i was a kid and i had like a friend over she's like a cousin and um the cops came in and i just remember my grandpa's face and he was so terrifying and mean anyway right um when he came in and and they were like who did it and i did it but i pointed at her and i was like she did it and she was like no i didn't how you gonna fucking lie and i said yes you did and i just looked at her like you go along with this and she was kind (sighs) of like beat you she was like the bigger out of me and her and like the more dominant but i didn't care that day i was like you fucking did it (laughs) So they left and I remember she got so mad at me. We were probably like seven years old. She got so fucking mad at me and she was like, I can't believe you. And she left and I was just like, bye. Whatever. Oh, well, don't call 911 at my yeah. house again. <laughs> you're not, you know, you're not supposed to do that. So if you want to get mad and leave, just go. My mom's, <laughs> my mom's hella shady. One time we were out to eat at fucking Zips when it was Zips. Mm-hmm, a diner in the, mm-hmm. in the area and richard was probably about five maybe six mm-hmm. and he called 911 on the payphone there and hung it up <laughs> something he had to do on his way back from the bathroom my, real quick my mom <laughs> found out his french toast came we were paying just and a my, quick 911 call and, on my way out and i don't know how she fucking found out but I think someone narked on him and um, oh she made God. him stay there and apologize to them when they got there and all type of shit. I would have been like, handcuff him now. Handcuff <laughs> and body slam him. You know, and what, you, you teach him a lesson. I, I don't know if I told this story on here before. <laughs> I might have. Which one? When he got thrown in the back of a cop car, bitch, for pointing a toy gun at the cops. I don't 
think so. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he has a lot of fun. These kids, the you have to understand her family as kids. We were wild. Like the worst in the neighborhood type We shit. were known as the bad kids next door. Yes, the bad, loud kids that cuss. I remember my mom was saying that. <laughs> Your friend is one of those kids that used to cuss all the time next door to Monica. Duh, Sherry, And I'd duh. be like, yes, that's her and her brothers. When when me and her became friends, I was like, they live right next door to Auntie Monica. And she was like, not she them was like, badass. She was like, don't be friends with them. They cuss all the time. They're always screaming and they don't have shoes on. I remember she said that. And I was like, yes, that house. That's my friend. I made friends with that girl. <laughs> it was like a known thing. <laughs> like them kids are bad. We would be in the court just for no reason, finding every reason to say a uh, you know a bad word. Talking about look at that gray fucking cat. That cat's so fucking furry. Pet that fucking cat. You know that's how we talk. Yes. Fucking horrible kids. But anyways, Will was in high school. Rich had to be about. 10 11 maybe no not 11 probably 9 or 10 uh-huh. a cop drove by he had a fucking toy gun he pulled that shit and pointed it right at the cop was it black yeah that it, mo- it was like not lime green it was like no, a, a black that like motherfucker a- flipped a bitch handcuffed that motherfucker threw him in the back of the cop car luckily he was white he oh might have been God. shot yeah otherwise you know what i mean yeah and they took him home to my fucking grandma and my grandma was so fucking pissed oh because the cops God. were always at our house anyways. Right. You know, and this time it's the next generation. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, speaking of dysfunctional family. <clears throat> so we all know my mother, okay. <clears throat> By the way, no um, update on vaccine, no side effects, nothing. Oh, okay. She, she gets her second shot on the 7th, but so far so good. Okay. But... So I was on the phone with her yesterday and for Christmas, my stepdad bought her a new iPad and Will's kids got new tablets for Christmas. And, you know, Naya and Stevie, they have phones, but they don't have tablets. Mm -hmm. So my mom goes, you know, um, since Will's kids got tablets for Christmas and, you know, Papa got me the new iPad, I think um, we think we're going to give the iPad to the girls. And I said, bitch you hold the fuck up you listen to me right now you wipe that motherfucker clean five times charlene master reset where to god i'm tired of you guys having sex i'm tired of you being sexually active don't you dare send a device over here with a fucking cock picture on it bitch. so if you guys don't remember or are new to the show a few years ago has this happened more than this once? This has happened three times with electronic devices in this house, in, this, three? in the family. So one, once was a camera she gifted us, a, a hand-me-down camera. Mm-hmm. Turn it on, first thing, my stepdad's a dong, okay? <laughs> it's bullshit. It's fucking it's bullshit. abuse. It's it abuse. is. I could, I should have, that's when I should have called the cops. <laughs> right? Something. <laughs> there was a tablet that she gave uh, one of my brother's kids uh-huh. and Papa called us one day freaking out like do you have the tablet do you have the tablet I'm like I don't have the tablet Will's you know blah 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 is a tablet he calls Will and he was like where's that tablet we gave Natalia we need that tablet back no because they didn't wipe it clean it had sexcapades on it yep and what's the third one um the other the other tablet that our kids had that Bunny and I and Stevie oh. were playing with, remember? And they all saw yeah. a photo. And yeah. they're all traumatized. 
your parents really love to document their sex. <laughs> they shouldn't even be sexually yeah. active anymore. So, <laughs> the fact that they said, I think we're going to give your kids the, the other iPad. The first thing I no, said. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> the first thing I said was, you hold the fuck up. <laughs> I swear to God, if I find anything on there, I'm going to post it to Facebook. I'm going to post the I'm whole. I'm going to tag your fucking family. Your work. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tagging Tony's family everybody's gonna see oh this shit oh my god so yeah there's been enough trauma behind their fucking sex dude there's other there was a bag right a y- gym bag yes that my brothers found while snooping a duffel bag a, a duffel. big duffel bag with sex toy paradise <laughs> in it <laughs> that's like four situations where their sex has hurt other people <laughs> Your sex should not be hurting family members. Like, stop. Your sex should not be hurting others. No, it should not. You're not doing this what right. What the fuck? God yeah. damn. So I was like, bitch, don't you fucking dare. You, or you keep it. You wipe it clean five times to be yes. sure. Not once. You do it multiple oh times. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. Fuck. You know, the, the other day... um, did I lose my train of thought? <clears throat> the other day, Natalia walked in here with Will the other morning, and we we got an Alexa show in the White Elephant game at my mom's. And um, a what? An Alexa show. What's that? It's like an Alexa, but it has a screen. And you talk to it? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I wanted the government to have another way to, <laughs> to track, track me. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to listen in on my household. Yeah. So... Will walks in and he's like, hey, Alexa. He was going to ask it something. And Natalia screams, hey, Alexa, show my dad a penis. And Alexa goes, I have two movies. And Will goes, Alexa, no. Alexa, stop it. Alexa, stop it. I was crying. Oh, my God. I was fucking crying. I have two movies. <laughs> I have two movies. No, please, no. God, no. No. I don't want to know what those are that have penises. Natalia's like, yes. Gonna have so much fun with this that's why she's never allowed to have one alexa put on choking porn (laughs) can you tell what fucking happened is it okay uh whatever i could not fucking believe well i could believe this so you know we tell natalia stories all the time because she's just a breed of her own and um she's had this thing about choking herself and i i think i've talked about her choking herself before um we caught her choking herself with a, a a iPhone charger with seat Mark's belt. belt, a seat belt where we had to call 911 because it backfired. It got stuck. Yeah, yeah. that was terrifying. Um, well, <laughs> it's been her thing since she's been like, two. and we make inappropriate jokes about it and shit, but you know, sometimes you know who children are before they do. These are how fetishes start. Hello. Yeah. Um, so the other day, Mark <laughs> walks in the living room and he was like, what the fuck, right? Natalia's eyes were probably hella big. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And he looks, he's like, what is in your fucking mouth? And she like pulls it like a fucking magician. <laughs> and she circus music starts playing. <laughs> she has a whole bathrobe belt crammed into her In mouth. her throat. <laughs> the whole belt of a bathrobe that's a lot of fabric yes. to have in your fucking mouth yes. i said did she put a sticker over her mouth after duct tape yes <laughs> duct tape. 
<laughs> you had to peel it back to get it out. Yeah, so Mark had to have a talk with her. Like, stop with the fucking choking. You gotta Please, stop. Please, stop. Yes. I just imagine music playing and I was fucking crying. Me too. Imagine, like, you just keep do, pulling do, and it's do, more do, and more do, and more. That's what it was like. Yes. So it's going to be like jail pretty soon where we take away any and all shoelaces. No shoelaces when you come in. No nothing. belts. No nothing. That no you hair ties. Yes. God damn. It's just an ongoing thing with her. Yeah. And she, she don't care. So funny. She's she, like, I like what I like. Mind your fucking business. Go ruin your own lives. <laughs> right? You've all seemed to have done a really good job on don't it so far. Don't worry about mine. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah, it was pretty funny. She was like crying when when we were leaving the other night because she wanted Pee to stay. She wanted to keep Pee and Crystal was like, "She doesn't live here. Like she can't <laughs> she stay." Was so and upset. she was like, "Can Pee just stay?" She didn't give a fuck if I stayed. No nope. funny stage. She just wanted Pee Can she just stay? She had tears in her eyes. Yeah, she really wanted yeah. Pee to stay. So cute. Um. So a few days ago, Mark got me. Out of nowhere, this is before Christmas, um, a plasma lighter. Do you know what a plasma lighter is? I didn't, but then I saw it and I was like, this feels very torchish and like. It's like electricity. It looks Google like a plasma little, lighter. It looks like a little symbol that lights up. Yeah, it's it doesn't like a have a flame. X. Yeah, it's it just like it looks like a little light almost. Yeah, it's like little static currents. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for lighting cigarettes. And um, I hadn't seen one before that. I did have one of, I don't know if you remember, but growing up, I had one of them plasma balls in my room where you touched it and it was like pink. Oh, and, and it follows your hands. Yeah. The light, like, lightning. The, yeah. Like the lightning bulb. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I used to stick my tongue on it and it'll give mm. you a little shock. Nice. Right? Nice. <laughs> you were one of those kids. Always been. And mm-hmm. you know, I smell everything. You make bad choices. I do. And you know what? I don't you regret act on any of them. You act on instinct. You're That's very impulsive. Yes. So I like this thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I don't know what this is. And the first thing I do is stick my finger on it. <laughs> I stick my finger in the flame. It's knowing, not a flame. Knowing that it lights things, though. So you know there's a heat element. You know, like you do with a lighter. You mm-hmm. run your hand through it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I take my finger and I stick it on the this fucking cross. This bitch presses cross. her finger on the cross. When I say that shit shocked my fucking soul, my heart fucking stopped. I'm not even fucking <laughs> kidding. That shit <laughs> electrocuted. Noise. <laughs> Mark said I went, and like froze for two seconds. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. You probably stopped. Thank God your I didn't have a heart. pacemaker. Yes, bitch. You probably stopped your heart. So I go Google it, and it's like we highly don't recommend touching <laughs> this because, although not deadly, it um it will shock you um and it will feel like ten times that of a static electricity shock. So you know when you like rub your feet on the carpet or whatever. Yes, and it's like that little ooch apparently it's much stronger than that and i'm here to tell you it's absolutely much stronger this than that this bitch had a cigarette in her mouth probably and was <laughs> no like, it was in the oh. kitchen <laughs> like a cave and woman. i still held on to it <laughs> you didn't drop the cigarette <laughs> no it was in the kitchen but never again i'm i won't be control sticking my yourself. finger in anymore control your compulsions Dude. and don't fucking touch it yeah no not really the smartest decision i've ever made that thank god you didn't have to call 911 for that i felt that shit through my whole body like down to my fucking toes i felt it that's scary (laughs) you stupid fucking asshole one of the kids we were making christmas cookies over here the other day and one of the kids was like was it one of the kids or was it richard 
He's, never know you, they're the same i don't know bit. uh somebody was like i just want to smash all of those and i was like control your compulsion <laughs> i was like walk away whoever it was i don't remember but they wanted to fuck up and smash There's all no telling of what we had just made it might have been Vinny. now that i think about it but i was like this really runs in the family <laughs> You all have For impulse sure. problems. You do. You do. It's Mine's not rage, but it's uh, endangering my life. Yeah. Yeah. You just reach reach for it. <laughs> I have a problem. Um, so I, I just noticed something that I put in my notes. Um, I noticed the other day I was messaging with a Instagram friend who has a new baby and she's like in her 40s. And she mentioned like... Uh, how it's crazy how she waited this long you know to have a baby and and now she wants more like you know and I was just thinking all the moms I know that are like older than typical like you know when the age when people start having kids um they're really loving every fucking minute of motherhood your patience level is so it's so different and it just made me notice like it's not a coincidence with me you know just being like older and more experienced and i think you just appreciate things more yeah i think it's just yeah like an overall just appreciation once you get to be an older person anyway like you know it's not because this is my fourth kid it's because of where i'm at in life i think so it i just wanted to say like if you don't have kids yet because i have some friends that are 30 and up and don't have any kids and they want them yeah but they're kind of like do I want to, you know, it's it's late, yeah. you know, and they feel like it's late to have kids. It's not late. And it's probably the best time to have kids because, yeah. you know, when you're in your early 20s and shit, you're just not done living life and you're not done, done figuring yourself out. You're not even a grown up yet. Yeah, you're not. So it's like either you grow up with your kid at the same time and and I feel like you struggle more, your patience, everything. Yeah. Or when you're already established and more conscious of self and know who you are and all that's taken care of, then you have a kid. It's just a better experience. Like, have your kids later, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Watching you parent PB compared to when Bunny was a baby is it's totally different just because you're uh, so much calmer way calmer patient very patient i never find myself frustrated yeah i've never seen you get irritated no never and um even if it's in the middle of the night it's like i'm happy to wake up if she wakes up and like you know feed her and watch tv for a minute with her or something like like hey yeah i whereas you know with the other ones it it was like i dreaded it i had fucking bags under my eyes i felt exhausted all the time there's none of that so i think maybe we're kind of meant to have and it's not just me that's what i'm saying is like i'm noticing all of the older women having babies seem much more pleasant and that they're enjoying the experience much more and it just made me think maybe we're meant to have our kids later i don't know you know i haven't read anything into that as far as what history says from you know ancient times when when people were having people i don't think life expectancy was that long no it wasn't it just makes more sense that you know why it's such so much more pleasurable now yeah yeah because i definitely notice a difference yeah so you guys don't feel down about your age have a baby late yep and you'll like it more yes you will speaking of pp she's very spiritual 
every day. And it's very funny to see. It's And I'll explain why. She um, She's like me in so many different ways. It's so funny. I was looking at her the other day and I was just like, I always said I would look at baby pictures and little kid pictures of myself and I would be like, I just wish I could give her a hug. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the little me. And raising her feels a lot like that. It, I look at her and I only see myself. So she, it, it looks dead on. It looks like you had a baby by yourself. Alone. There's no sign of any other partner in her. Like every part of her I look at, I only see myself. Yeah, it's like, very weird. Even Bunny, you know, Stinkers looks a lot like you as a baby. A lot. Mm-hmm. He favors you. But I see his dad. Right. Bunny, same thing. I see you, but I also see her dad. Yeah. Pee-pee? I see you. It's only me. It's right? just it's you. Very, it's a very weird feeling, but it's like in a good way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I only see myself in every every part of her. So um, even personality, everything. So it's weird because um, even beyond physical appearance, like her temperament and shit, um, she gets frustrated and will swing on me sometimes. And like grunt and she talks shit with a pacifier in her she mouth growls. She'd be like, like she's aggressively not crying not trying to cry she's talking, talking shit. shit she does shit the other kids never did and only i did you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's fucking hilarious but she's also very spiritually in tune and you know me and stinkers have never talked about anything like that that's probably like girly shit to him or Mm -hmm. i don't know not not something he's ever been into bunny she is more into spiritual stuff yes this baby though like it's fucking hilarious um i've been working a lot with santa muerte a lot more lately i'd say in the last month than i have probably in the last year Mm-hmm. I don't talk about it. It's something very personal to me. It's something I like to keep private. Yeah. Um, I don't show my altar, none of that. But um, she's been coming to me and she'll do that. And she'll do that when she wants something. And, you know, you'll start to have visions and shit like that. So I've been working very closely and it's been a daily thing, right? Whenever I do that, PP becomes alert and focused on what I'm doing and very fucking peaceful and focused. It's very weird. Like you can't break her focus when I'm doing some altar work or if I'm doing, I did some candle work for a friend the other day that asked me to. Um, I did some shit for her. PP was there. She was focused the whole time. And she it, was like, this is my jam. Yes. And <laughs> I was hella laughing because I'm like, what baby is paying attention? Like this isn't um, an animated process. It's not a loud not bright colors. Color everywhere yeah no no it's nothing that would should get a baby's attention but she's so fucking focused and you can't break it you can't distract her from it it's very fucking funny you better watch out yes you better not piss her off (laughs) that's been happening whenever i'm doing like you know spirit work and work with my altar shit like that so also i've been watching shit on youtube okay for some reason um let me back up a little bit okay remember how i kept saying i was craving cigarettes so much lately yeah constantly 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 okay well it's finally come to me that santa muerte she wants a cigarette she likes cigarettes she likes cigar smoke shit like that girl it's her she wants a fucking cigarette she wants some smoke it'll happen 
you know, it finally became super clear the other night. That's where those cravings have been coming from. And then I felt hella dumb, like, duh, bitch. I wasn't even, you know, paying attention. That's why you took the cigarette. Yes. And so the other day I got a cigarette from Crystal and I put it on her altar and I'm actually going to, you know, do some smoke for her. Maybe today. I don't know if I fucking don't have a heart attack. So um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, it's been a lot going on, but I'm going to take care if of I that. don't have a fucking stroke. Yeah, but uh, that's what it was, right? Okay, so other things have been coming to me too. And one thing that came to me in dreams and also like visions, random, very random, not connected to anything else. So it's they, they're very seemingly out of nowhere is tarot. Now, I've had a tarot deck for years. Um, my old, old, old bitch got me one in like 2013 I think I've had it and I've had it on my nightstand now um I've never done any work with it ever but I it just keeps coming to me um tarot 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 so I was watching like videos about it and pp was like in the middle of a nap woke up and was staring at the screen talking to the fucking tv i was trying to play with her she was not paying attention to me she was all focused in that and hell of looking at the tarot which was just funny because i'm like this baby is into the most unexpected shit that most babies would not be trying to pay attention she's like fuck coco melon (laughs) put on some tarot yes and take me to your altar yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it's very (laughs) very fucking weird but um yeah so the tarot my cousin ended up she came over here the other day she got me a book um like a tarot guide and i'm gonna start exploring that more because i feel like that might also be a message from santa muerte i have got a reading before from this Guatemalan lady in Richmond that I've told some of you about to to refer you to her in the past. And she mentioned it to me fucking years ago. And I just was like, no, it's not something I'm interested in. But now that it's coming to me all again mm-hmm. now, there has to be a reason. So mm-hmm. it's something I'm going to, you know, d- maybe do some work with. Um that was hella funny with pp then uh the other day okay so i'm going through videos of tarot and i come across a video of a guru and his name is sad guru it's spelled s-a-d-h-g-u-r-u and he's like an indian man Mm. and um i've never seen him i've never heard of him nothing but she was like talking to the tv while i'm browsing and so i i hit play it was just a random video i don't even know what it was about it ended up being about manifestation she was sitting there and i recorded her talking to the tv talking to him for over a fucking hour she watched this man talk mind you i'm like trying to play with her i'm tickling her i'm trying to get her little attention she's like shut the fuck up she's like he's talking bitch you see me talking we're manifesting it was so fucking funny i had to record it i showed my mom she was sitting stiff as a board focused not moving it was so fucking weird so um i love this it's it's just hilarious i posted it and you know a friend was like is that sad guru like my uh i think my stepmom like watches his videos and i was like apparently it's her favorite guru this is pp's guru this is pp's favorite guru and i kid you not i tried to change it to a cartoon she started fussing i went back to one of his other videos about water the importance of water and shit she starts talking to the tv again he's not a colorful person there's not animation again to shit that you think babies would be focused on she's focused on his word so 
were watching this all the time. I had to subscribe. I was like, I want to make sure I'm able to, because I didn't even know his name. And at one point I lost him and I'm like, oh, fuck. How do I get back to that PB video? He's going to be pissed. Yes. So <laughs> I found him. I subscribed. So I'll be able to watch his shit for her, you know, in the future. That's fucking great. PP is a spiritual baby, you guys. And it's it's not my doing. It's not my influence. It's her. <laughs> She's going to be a powerful child. She is. You better behave. She is. It's fucking hilarious. She's like, I'm manifesting a mom that doesn't talk during the guru. <laughs> I'm manifesting a mom that can stop calling 911, too. <laughs> I'm manifesting a healthier mother. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't close the flu to the fireplace and almost <laughs> fucking, fucking knife us. us all. Yes. God damn. <laughs> yeah. So she's funny. Um <gasps> I love it. Just thought that was important to share because it's fucking rare and I've never. I've never never ever seen that. that. Mm -mm. And I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I can't wait to see if she continues to like love him and shit. Yeah, I know. I know. Like no Coco Melon. I want Sadhguru. Her third Christmas, she's going to ask Santa for her own altar. (laughs) It's going to be a play school one. I know. Like a kitchen. Oh, but it's an altar. Yeah. (laughs) plastic shelves <laughs> yes you want to take a break yeah let's take a break hey you guys is your shit falling apart <laughs> some days mine is um for me my mental health has taken a huge hit lately if you guys are stressed dealing with anxiety anger grief some trauma relationship issues even if you're having trouble sleeping don't call 911. This is where BetterHelp comes in. <laughs> BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash HELLO. Okay, we're back. Our stomachs are simultaneously making... They're talking to each other. ...a symphony. Totally. Something I've had in my notes for, like, shit, three weeks since um, I saw a thread on it on Facebook. Before that, really quick. I think it probably came from one of these groups. Mm-hmm. So there's there's two groups I've been in on Facebook for a while. One of them's called um, True Crime, Our Morbid Curiosity. Mm-hmm. And then another one's called True Crime, Uncensored Discussions. And both of them have, like, the most gnarly conversation threads like there was one today excuse me there was one today where um someone had said do you um do you know any serial killers are you related to any serial killers and i was really surprised by how many people commented um not just related to but had have dealings with um knew them friends with wild shit this is something I've made jokes about in the past, but like if you know someone or are related to someone that's killed a lot of people, does that constitute a serial killer? Does that mean they're a serial killer? 
Yeah. Like in a short period of time. So sp- I know that plays a part, but like, or is it more like only if it's for a sport or like a thrill? Like if, what if they have a reason? Like what if... <laughs> So this is going to sound weird, but I feel there's a difference between murder and killing somebody. There yeah, is, yeah. you know. Um, so a spree killer is somebody that kills um, multiple people in a short amount of time. So a spree killer would be like um, you kill five people in a week period. Okay. And then a serial killer would be somebody that has killed over and over to me, I think it's a big difference if you're killing because you like to kill. Right. And it's random and you like you like the hunt or if you're killing because you have a reason like a mo- like a like a vigilante like. um, Yeah, not necessarily vigilante, but like uh, you're getting someone back. You know what I mean? Revenge. Yeah, I think Ooh. that makes a difference. What about like a hitman for hire? That's a job. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a serial killer. I'm not I'm not emotionally connected to that. It's for the bag. Right. So like, you know what I mean? I think that is totally different too. That's that that wouldn't make you like right. a murderer to me. That would make you like um an employee. A businessman. You're a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, These I, are I all think great there's a lot fucking of questions. There's a lot of layers, I think. And definitely. Your motives are what determines that. I think so, too. Yeah. Definitely. Because, like, if you killed one of my kids, and so I go and I kill your whole family, I'm not a murderer. No. That's um, what I mean, difference between you murder and killing. You gave me a reason. Yeah, you gave me a fucking reason, so that's why I did that. Yeah. You know? I think there's a lot of situations like that where right. we would know people. You know You know what I Def- mean? Like, oh, uh, yeah, Then sure. it would be common yeah. to know someone that randomly hunts and kills strangers they're not right. connected to would be scary. Yes. Because that's like a totally detached You're fucking thing. off. It's for a thrill, yep. right? Yeah, that, that would be scary. Those are the scariest people to me, the ones that do it for a thrill. Right. Mm-hmm. And have no connection to the victim. Right. Right. Just yeah. do it because. Because if you like have it. a connection to the victim, it makes sense. The other way just doesn't make sense to me. Right. Um, that so, would be interesting to, to read about those. Yes. Yeah, so I'm reading through it, and I had watched a video the other day about this dude named on YouTube. I think it was a Bailey Syrian video. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about this dude named Joe Metheny. He's like this 500 pound dude, like in the 90s. And I don't really know if he would be constituted as a serial killer. But He's a 500-pound killer? Li- yes. How are you so mobile? So what happened was his wife and kid left him. I know. Does he have a walker? I, I have like five different branches I'm talking about right now. No. So he had been on drugs and shit. His wife left him with his kid. He went out looking for his wife and kid. He went to this place like under a bridge where homeless people hang out. He asked these two homeless dudes if they had seen his wife. They were like, no, they really hadn't. He felt they were lying. He snuffed him out. Then there was a fisherman fishing down the little stream or river or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he thought in his head, well, what if dude saw me? So he kills that dude. Mm -hmm. Then there's two sex workers he comes across. He asked them if they seen his wife. He's like, nope. He kills them. So the first three. So, bitch, now you're just mad at everybody with yes. your big ass. Here's no. the worst part, though. This is like the worst episode of my 600 pound life that they could <laughs> fucking do. <laughs> ah! 
I watch that's like one of my favorite shows. I watch that. I'm just imagining one of them fucking doing all this. Shut the fuck up. When my 600 pound life goes bad. Goes wrong. Yeah. So the first three bodies he chucks in the river. Was that your phone? How did that go back on? I didn't even turn it back on. Weird. Um, <laughs> not going to talk about it. So then um, when he kills the two sex workers, he takes them home, cuts them up. See, that's something different. He mixes them into <laughs> this pork. <laughs> makes, makes patties. Makes fucking lumpia. Listen, bitch. he makes patties <laughs> and he sets up a roadside barbecue stand and he serves them. You know what? You can look up Joe Metheny. You're doing way too fuck. You're way too involved now. This is what you went way too far. Hot human Sandwich. sandwiches. You went way too you far. You motherfucker. Now you're going. That that should be a crime. Jeffrey, Definitely. Jeffrey Dahmer did the same thing. You're feeding your neighbors fucking sandwiches. Nobody of victims. wants that. No victim sandwiches. Just like the. Uh, that's a crime the the pig farm killer in canada oh he's the worst so anyway so a woman comments and she's like i'm related to joe metheny i ate one of the goddamn no. sandwiches <laughs> she said it's my husband's uncle she <sighs> said he had been around my kids my kids loved him he was pretty cool but he's fucking monster. Jesus Christ. She said he would come over and have family holiday dinners with us. And then she made sure to include he never handled the food. <laughs> right. He never brought a dish. Yeah. So it was really gamey. Disgusting. Right. Mm. So gross. So in these two groups, um, there's a lot of conversation like that. And it they're so fucking interesting. Highly recommend. That sounds good. They're I need really to get good. more familiar with Facebook so I could get in on some of that good stuff i'll invite you to those two groups and just accept and then you can go through and read it's really good yeah. shit and then from being in one of those groups something came up called corpse rash corpse rash is tiny parasites under the skin that cause a rash and the only way you can get corpse rash is fucking a corpse fucking dead bodies oh. or animals i was just kidding yes so, so if you go to the hospital and they're like, oh, there's an old urban legend that goes we know around how you got this. Yes. It's a death STD. <laughs> the worst one you it's can get. The worst STD <laughs> you could possibly get. And we know how you got it. We don't need to ask you. Dirty. Oh, God. You fucking necro. So um, there's an old urban legend where someone will say my friend's friend. Uh, fuck this guy the next day she noticed a rash she went to the doctor blah 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 right it's always been an urban legend urban legend for who i ain't never heard that i don't know but it you know uh-huh there was actually a tiktoker recently made a video about her friend that is that it on your to. genitals you can get it on your face anywhere yeah if you eat dead pussy probably and if you kiss somebody you know what that has been fucking <laughs> dead yeah <gasps> yes so listen so i need some hospital workers some in the medical field if you've ever seen this is it real i want to know so then there's a tender you can go to google and you google um, a tinder a tinder date <laughs> for dead people there was a girl that there's went on not a date a with dead, a dude there's not a dead dating site don't tell me that. no 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 oh I was it's a tinder say, it's sign a me the fuck up <laughs> 
this is where I belong. This is where I'm going. <laughs> so a girl has a gets a date off Tinder and that ends up happening to her. There's an article about it. You can go read it. I don't know if that Wait, one. She got the rash from yes, her date. Yes. Because he had it. Yes. So it's a contagious thing. Oh, yeah. That. Yes. You can get it from someone who bangs a fucking corpse. So your Tinder date was fucking dead people before she he found out he worked date. in the morgue. I don't know. Hella fun. I don't know. He loved his job. He, they he would could dance. not stop talking about his job. <laughs> he was like, I work 18 hour days every day. He's really like, I really love their dead toes. I sleep there. We snuggle. Oh my God. So then this woman comments from one of these groups on this thread and goes, I promise this isn't the urban legend. My mom's ex-sister-in-law in the 70s went to the bar, got shit-faced, sucked a dude's dick in the parking lot. She was a good time. Ended up with a rash a couple day, a day or so later. Went to the doctor. They informed her of what it was. And she's been in the mental hospital ever since. It made her snap? Yes. Crazy, right? Because you got dead people cooties on your mm. face. Dead wiener bugs mm-hmm that's fucking gross dead corpse bugs so now on top of asking people do you wash your legs do you spread your butthole mm-hmm. and wash it you're gonna have to ask do you work in a morgue do you have sex with dead stuff yeah do you fuck dead animals ever i might not even judge just be real about it are you clean <laughs> that's what fucking i need to God. know gross gross that makes me think of a really great film it's either from the 70s or the 80s it's called necromantic uh with a k in it how you spell it instead of the usual necro way it's with a k instead of a c watch this film do they fuck dead people just watch it what's it called necromania necromantic necromantic it's fucking excellent and it's gonna make you like oh my god the whole time but it's great a good oh my god yeah yeah, well, for me, <laughs> y'all are on your own. You're for a little me, fucking iffy. For sometimes. me, I love it. So just fucking watch it. Tell me what you think. Necromantic. I'm gonna put it in my notes it's right now. Fucking great. Yeah, I might watch that later. I Where can you find it? I think I found it. Some. So I have a friend. His name's Gabriel. Um, he. Hey, Gaby. He's my. <laughs> He's the only, probably the only other person I know, human, in the world that has no limits when it comes to film and, like, disturbing, fucked up films. Like, oh. like raping a newborn baby. Oh, no, no. There's films that we've seen. I can't that- even watch rape scenes there's no i'm just gonna say there's no limits and we share that bond and he has sent me beautiful (laughs) wow he sent me on multiple occasions links to very fucked up films he helped me compile a list i have a list in one of my old journals that's on my bookshelf and it's just like the most fucked up films you can ever see in your life some were banned in some countries and that's what me and him share. You guys are rays of fucking sunshine. And, uh, <laughs> it's, that was one of the films, though, that he sent yeah. me a link to before. And it's on like a lot of. Can like, I watch it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, it's consensual adults, yeah. um, but it's it's really good. I want I don't know if it was a YouTube link or if it was like a link from one of them movie site underground movie sites. Yeah. But you, it should be simple enough that okay. you can find it. Okay. Um, and if not, I'll text him. 
Okay, but good. yeah, we, I'll watch we, that's, it. That's a bond him and I share. Yeah, Mark and I have an agreement where if I die, he can bang me one last time before the paramedics or coroner. I come. asked an ex that before. I was like, "Would you do it?" Just like you know. And that's Mark he said Hella yes and i was like i i love you i this is real love it is it's true love yeah. when they want to yeah yeah mark definitely has a fucking baby necro kink like that um and that's that on that <laughs> so clubhouse uh <laughs> hi <laughs> hi we're building one no the app clubhouse yes so um I got an invite. So if you guys don't know, um, it's an app. It's invite only. It's like a social media iPhone platform. user only as well. Yeah. And, um, you you know, you have to be invited in. And then when you join, I think you get some invites. Some people do. Some people don't. And um, you automatically get one. But others, it depends, get multiples and shit. It's it's rooms. So basically you go into these chat rooms. Everybody has like a little profile set up and it's actually talking. There's no typing. No, it's so all audio. That threw me off. But I spent a lot of time on it yesterday before my heart attack. And um, I got way more familiar with it. And I didn't see the point at first. And I thought it was just like some fucking another social media. But I thought it was snobby the way everyone can't join. Like you have to be brought in because for for a long time I was like, ain't nobody going to take that risk to fucking bring me in because they know I'm mouth almighty and I'm going to be cussing somebody out. And you could see who got you in. You are linked to whoever invites you. You are linked there. Your profiles are linked. Yeah. And and the name is listed on your page. Yes. So you know if you're on there starting shit that's a reflection of they're gonna be like in. hey james why did you fucking invite <laughs> loudmouth yes so for that reason people are very selective of who they invite yes. and who they don't so i thought i was just one of them people that was never going to get on there anyway because ain't nobody <laughs> no going to take that, that risk. chance well a girl that i know from social media took a chance and here i am um I, got, I joined around the time of like the E40 too short yes. uh, versus it was that day. And, you know, I'm kind of like a voice in the Bay Area. I've been partying here my whole life. You know, yeah. I know a lot of the people in the entertainment culture, you know, the industry. So um, so I was on there, but I wasn't talking and I was just kind of like listening. But I learned I, I still haven't learned how to really navigate. Yeah. How to search because, you know, there's supposed to be rooms for like every topic, you know, it's um, um it's it's meant to be a networking um, community. Yeah. Business building right. community. And I heard there's like lots of rooms that are great for financial literacy information, yes. for the art world, for shit that I would be really interested yes. in. I just haven't learned how to get there there yet yeah same but yesterday i was in a room for like three hours um with a bunch of people i know and they were just talking about like the entertainment industry in the bay area how to make it better how to stop the fucking gentrifiers from fucking it up and um there were people in there that like used to manage tupac used to manage fucking digital underground like people that have been around for decades and um it was very educational to to learn a lot of shit. You know, I'm pretty socially conscious about the shit that's going on out here. Yeah. But there was a lot I didn't know. And because of that, I was able to make a lot of connections yesterday with a lot of people that were present in that room. And I could see the possibility for networking Definitely. potential. 
And and for that reason, I think it's cool. Definitely. Um, I still don't really know my way around. I'm just kind of because I can see the rooms where the people that I'm following are the in. rooms that they're in. Right. But it's kind of limited because it's all mostly like local people. Yeah. And then it's some celebrity people, too. And it seems to be like gossip rooms. I've and seen gossip. Rooms. I don't want that. either. I don't want that. I want like the shit I can learn from. So I want to I want to know uh, network so we can yeah. build our business. And right. Our brand right. And things like that. So um, but if you are on there, um, send us your names and yes. we can follow each other and that will open up you know, Definitely. more rooms for each other. And right. Then, you know, maybe that'll help me kind of navigate a little better. Right. Yeah. So I just want to talk about that. For yeah. A I'm excited to learn more about it. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, I need to tell everybody the office is leaving Netflix December 31st. That's disappointing. But where's it going to be? It's going to be on Peacock app. Which is uh, free. I believe so. Yeah, I think I but, have it on my TV. But not till January 21st. Okay. I haven't been watching it lately, but I don't want the option to be taken away. Right. I watch so it. So it needs to be every somewhere. Every single day. I have a problem. It's okay. still my favorite ever. Um, in the last week, I haven't watched very much. I've been still watching that medical series. Yeah. Um, not the one I mentioned last week. I started watching one called Diagnosis. Uh-huh. And um, it's on Netflix. It's basically a doctor that writes a column for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Or is it the New York Post? I think it's the New York Times. Anyway, she writes a medical column. And it's basically people write to her with these rare, rare medical conditions that they cannot get any answers from. She um, writes about it and then, you know, uh, makes a way for people to get like send in video if they have the same experiences or all these medical professionals from around the world. If they have something to share about this condition, they'll write in. And then a lot of these people. So each episode is a different case of Mm -hmm. something rare that they need help on. And some people have got help in Italy and like other places they would have never had access to if it wasn't for this column so it's so incredible to fucking watch um it's really good i'm taking my time with that one though because i'm enjoying it so i don't want it to be over but um it's called diagnosis i think and that's on netflix so i've been watching that i also watched on prime there's a movie called i'm your woman uh-huh. And it's supposed to be like in the 70s. So the style and shit is of the I 70s. Love that shit. Beautiful, really good. Um, everything is very visually appealing and it's a really good movie. I think you'll really like that. Okay. So um, it's called I'm Your Woman on Prime. Okay. Um, the girl kind of looks like you, kind of, I She's would say. She's hot. <laughs> Bitch. She's hot. <laughs> kind of. She's so slutty. Watch that. Okay. Um, and Soul. Soul is the new Disney film that came out on Christmas. It's about a um, black guy. He's like a jazz teacher. Someone wrote me today and was saying, um, you know, they're very turned off by religion and they kind of knew the premise of what it was about. And they were like, is it religious? Because I don't want to watch it. If it's religious, it's not religious at all. If anything, it's like maybe spiritual, but it's not. There's no religion. So you will enjoy it. I've already watched it twice. I'm going to watch it again. Um, I want to cry. So I want to watch it like alone. So maybe I could cry and stay out of my phone. You know, I love a good cry. Like so so, um, (laughs) masochistic. It it, um, 
the first time I watched it, I wanted to cry, but my sister and Bunny and, and you Pee-Pee, had to be the cool one. And I was like, I don't want to cry in front of them, so I held back. And then the second time, I kept going in my phone, so I didn't get the yeah. full feeling. Right. I need to watch it alone and focus so I could cry. So I can feel it in my soul. Yes, it's that good though. So you guys watch okay. it. Yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched um, Songbird on Amazon Prime. I think you mentioned that or... I, I think I mentioned it to you. I think my mom did too. Really? I think so. Demi Moore's in it. Um, I might have mentioned this last week and if I did, here you go again. Okay. Um... But it's about how um, it also has, is it Craig Robinson? Is that his name? Who plays Daryl on Office? I don't know. Anyways, it has Darryl. a good cast. His name's Daryl. His, Daryl's on it. It's a really good, it could have been done better, but it was pretty good. It's basically about how COVID-19 has mutated to COVID-23. Oh, God. They have fucking quarantine, fucking designated you did quarantine talk areas. a little bit about that, because I think I said that's what I don't want to watch. I, yeah, I talked to, I, I know I mentioned to you on Sunday. Yeah. I don't fucking remember, dude. Days are overlapping, but it's decent. Yeah. It's decent. It's pretty good. Sounds good. That's fucking it, you guys, okay, for that. All right. Um, Wait, before we do this, can you guys please go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe? Yes. Um, thank join you. Join our Patreon. Please join our Patreon. Thank you guys who have done so. Um, thank you for the reviews. We really appreciate, we appreciate all, all of it the this support. Year. Yes, you are what is keeping us going, honestly. For sure. Yeah, I'm in here with my hospital bracelet on. Like I we <laughs> trust me, we take this seriously. We really and do. Um, and you know, I feel that our listeners are dedicated to us. That's the only reason Definitely. I'm here today. Otherwise the old me would have been like, Nope, I'm in bed. So I tried to get you to it. wait till tomorrow, but you were like, No, nah, we could just knock it out. Yeah. Trooper. Dedicated. For sure. Um, so we have some write-ins that we haven't gone got to in a couple oh. of weeks. I just dropped the microphone. I hit it towards um, you on accident. So, okay. Hey, chicas, question. Do you guys have inner dialogue when thinking in your brain or is it silent like a movie? I feel like I'm a very visual daydreamer, but I also have an inner dialogue that is my voice. But when I'm thinking about something I pictured in my brain, I'm totally fine being in silence in my house for hours, but I never thought it was weird until my partner would come home and I'd just be on the couch chilling. I learned in therapy that I have a dissociative disorder amongst other things. I'm just curious and would love to hear how your thought processes are. And then she sent me a video of someone on TikTok that was like giving an example of what inner dialogue is like. And they were walking around going door, cup, chair, blah, blah, blah. And then there was another one and it says what it's not like. And it was just like dead silence, like walking around. I have a... I have a response to this. I have. You want me to go first? Sure. I have a very close relationship with myself. (laughs) And I will say that a lot of times I will be quiet in situations. I've said this before. I will be very silent around people. Not a big talker because I have so much going on in my head already. I'm constantly having conversations with myself, not just this or that i mean full-on conversations um it's a voice it's my voice and we're going back and forth 
and we're not talking over yeah. each other and we are <laughs> discussing things all the fucking time all the time did you see that what the fuck is that really do you tell everybody that like yeah. it's constant inner dialogue all the time why did you just do that why did you yes. say that please god make this stop yes he yep. needs to stop yes he fucking does and yep. i cannot imagine not having that voice so I was actually shocked to hear that some people don't have that. Do you? So do you have inner dialogue? My, I have inner dialogue so bad it turns into outer dialogue. In fact, um, the other day, like last week, Mark goes, will you shut the fuck up? Of course he's joking. But he's like, dude, you narrate every fucking thing you do. You and, do. You and do. I do. I, I Sometimes my inner dialogue turns into outer dialogue. We always laugh because she'll be like, I'm going to the bathroom and then I'm going to do this. I'm going to go sit outside for a minute. And, and we'd be like, you I'm don't gonna have to. I'm going to pick this cup up and I'm going to wash this cup. And yes. You don't have to say that. Like my <laughs> Will does it too really bad. So my inner dialogue is so it's fucking bad. Out. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. And yeah. I can't imagine not and having silence and living your life how I'd, does that work i'd go fucking crazy yeah I think. yeah i it's um it's to the point that i come across rude sometimes because i'm not chatty because You're like I'm, i've been talking i have had conversations the whole time we've been here they're just <laughs> not with you they're with me it's true like it i is. just and i i'm not a big talker with other people but like my brain never stops i'm yeah. constantly discussing things with myself i do both <laughs> yeah I you're talk busy. to everybody you're a busy little bird all i do is talk yes yeah but i'm i'm very quiet in group spaces and shit yeah. and it's but it's not in my head it's not quiet right ever 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 right yeah hence the fact you woke up at 5 a.m with nine thousand. oh my god inner full dialogue conversations about the world and life and it's going a hundred miles per hour like i cannot describe enough about how frustrating that is and what it feels like and like it's just comforting to know other people deal with it too and oh, yeah. um mania the thoughts racing 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 yeah. and um i posted something on my story at like five in the morning and i was like this is the really cute side of being bipolar Ugh. is dealing with when this happens and i can't count how many people wrote me and they were like it's a party isn't it like Dude. it's fucking i'm sorry you're going through that i know exactly what that feels like and so it's not just me so yeah. i don't have to feel alone and i spent so many years feeling alone dealing with that and not yeah. having nobody to fucking talk to about it and feeling like a weirdo like i'm yeah. out of my mind you know and it doesn't help that you have a very mentally ill parent so it's like your biggest fear is that yes. you're gonna one day turn into them oh my god so it's like i i just grew yeah. up suppressing it and not wanting to talk about it and feeling like if i admit it then it's gonna get worse and i'm gonna get like him yeah that's that's really been my life with fucking struggling with the shit but are you it happens sometimes you know and being manic um i go on spending sprees you yeah. know um things happen that the calm slowed down rational me would not do and then hours later i'm like why did i fucking do that why did i spend all that money online yeah. that i shouldn't have fucking spent why did you know it's it's dangerous yeah you know um but are you on your meds 
I am. I'm still, um, I, almost, I almost slept through my appointment yesterday. I, I was able to get a hold of my doctor, though, and she filled my prescription. So I'm going to continue at, I'm at half my normal dose right now. Yeah. Um, and we're going to continue that for like the next month. But I have enough medication that I could up it like one more because um, mm-hmm. I'm at two pills right now. And eventually I'll be back at four. Right. I feel good. But shit like this is still happening and yeah. it could be better. Um, yeah. The intrusive thoughts have slowed down. They haven't gone away. They were so bad the other day. I had to like look away from PP, like Ugh. take my eyes off her because it was like I get visuals. Yeah. And, you know, they're not pleasant. Um, so, yeah, I, I was thinking I would call my doctor in a couple of days and just tell her if I decide to up it one one more pill. So I'm at three. Yeah. Um, maybe in a week. Um and just let her know that to make sure that I have enough. Oh, good. I'm proud of but, you. But yeah, I've been consistent with it. And I'm also going to be done with my blood thinners in like the next two days. So Hi. that'll be nice to yeah. so I can be off that and finally get back to myself. Yeah. You can have a drink for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we have more write-ins. Hold on. Said I love a rainy night. That's been my song. Sorry, I keep fucking kicking your microphone. Okay, let's do this one. Okay, the title is fucking bullshit. All right, twenty twenty question slash advice. So I know y'all have addressed cheating, and then it says in parentheses, "Pada, we know how you are, lol," and (laughs) and Crystal, how you feel about it. But I'm asking for advice from the quote unquote other girls' perspective. Um, I should go in and explain how me and this dude I dated, he ended things with me just about a year ago after ending things with his ex to get back with me to get back with another quote old flame. And now he's cheating on her with me almost a year later. We weren't official, but they definitely are. Basically, he's a piece of shit and I'm fully fucking aware he is, but the sex is so bomb and I don't know why I like him the way I do, but I do. He makes me smile, laugh, and actually happy. However, I can't help but feel guilt. Most of me is saying, grow up, it's just dick, but also, like, should I even care? Should I feel as guilty or try and brush it aside since it's not my relationship? What do Mm. y'all think? I don't know how to really go about the situation. I want to cut cut it off, him and his dingling. But there's a part of me that still hella fucks with him and likes him, and I hate it. I feel like a simp. I hate he hurt me in the first place and that he's doing it to his current girlfriend while reaping all the benefits and just skating through with, mm-hmm. without any repercussions. Uh, I'm sorry for rambling. I appreciate y'all. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I've been on both sides. Um... I've been on both sides and I've I've had the attitude like it's not my relationship. It's not my responsibility to be, um, you know, committed to that person, th- that their commitment is not my my problem. I've kind of had that uh, attitude. All of that was just making excuses for what I was doing so that I would feel yep. better about it. Yeah, that's that's all that is. Bottom line. Um, Remember, this is your karma, too. Yeah, that's true. You're creating your you're creating karma for yourself yeah. by knowingly. And I think I paid for it later, for sure. Yeah. I think oh, every God. time, every time I've messed with someone that had a partner, I've paid for it later. 
in some way and you got to just decide is it worth it to you also my ego to, is now to the point where i'm not letting myself be used as a sex toy for anybody and you even deserve though, fucking more yeah I don't I deserve better than being someone's side yes. piece. And even though I'm a person that has like a lot of casual sex with no ties and all yes. that kind of shit. Um so some could look at it like I'm using them as a sex toy too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't want to be that other person. I I don't know. That's so hard. That's so hard because if you truly enjoy somebody's company and you've already been with them because I feel like I am entitled I've said before if I fuck with you like you're kind of like my property for life right so if they get another girlfriend I still feel like they have ties to me so I still have access to them whenever I want it I shouldn't feel that way but I do and I kind of feel like I'm more important than them so like you know because me and that person have somewhat of a history so like Mm. that supersedes what they got going on um i'm yeah my way of thinking i don't think is correct but (laughs) it's um that's just right yeah that's just me so she said that when they were fucking around he cheated on her and she know what that she knows what that felt like right the way my empathy is set up is why would you want to intentionally cause somebody else the same pain that you know why would you want somebody to feel like that yeah you know granted he's a piece of shit and you're right his lo- it's his loyalty yeah and commitment to the person but why would you want to play a part in that yeah i i don't understand that and you know like she said we all know how i feel and i'm an i'm a monogamous person we're so different and we in are these answers because she's not going to put herself in that situation no i will so it's i can't we can't really give you uh that's something you're gonna have to decide on your own i just feel like there's no dick that great yeah there's to me no it's never been about the dick you could get dick from well she said the dick is so good in my way of thinking though like if i have a good vibe with a person and i enjoy their company and like that can make their dick great yeah exactly so for me it's always been more that kind of a connection like if i have a good connection with somebody i will still keep that even though they have a partner and that's not right um but that is growth at least you're acknowledging that it's not right yeah yeah you know? it's, it's not right you're and not i don't want to make saying oh well yeah no it's wrong and i know it comes with a price yes it absolutely comes with a price and you so you, really that's what it is it you boils gotta down decide to how if, big yep how big of a price it? you want to pay because mm-hmm. it you're comes down to how worth it is it to you to have to pay it the price later and i'm sorry no no partner is going to be that fucking just that great there's always going to be somebody better and you're not going to know that until you stop fucking with that you know and you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's fucked up because like i've been in relationships with people and i'm like whatever other relationships they have that's not my business you know and i truly believe that but i don't think that's right because i would be mad if somebody felt that way about me it really helps put yourself in somebody else's shoes yeah you know i'm always so afraid of hurting people's feelings so i don't want to hurt people's feelings so 
you know, that's where a lot of my shit comes from. Is, mm-hmm. You know, I never. And I wanna... don't care that much because I, I try to look at it like it's them doing the hurting. You know what I mean? It's not me. It's I, your I way of absolving you of any guilt. Yeah, yeah, and it works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. We don't really have an answer for you. Just consider what it'll cost you later, because yeah. you might fall in love with somebody later, and then that's when They're payback's gonna, gonna, gonna come. Oh man, that's just how it works. Yeah. Um fuck okay this one is looks looks interesting okay hey i was just listening to last week's q a and i have a question our group of friends just found out one of our friends is a registered sex offender on megan's law he was 19 she was 13 oh no he's a transplant from sf and we live in the lower bottoms in west oakland it was brought to our attention by some of the cats in SF who seen him in Oakland recently. The story is he moved here to get away from his bad rap in SF after the incident. Since then, he's been a really good friend to everyone and he's been a part of some of our most intimate conversations and he has shared his history of suicidal thoughts but never mentioned this. I asked him to please call me so we can talk directly and avoid spreading rumors. Yeah. Some of the girls talked to him at the lake yesterday. This is such a Bay Area story. I know. Um, and he said he pled guilty because he was scared, but I don't believe it. Uh, he's been dodging my calls, and I feel like I'm the only one trying to do anything about this. None of the men in our community are addressing this. What would you do? Thanks. Also, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like... This has shined a light in some things I vaguely noticed before. He used to be really tight with the cats in SF, and he's told me plenty of stories about it, but he's never mentioned this fallout. Another time, he was hella interested in a girl that was just nice, but he assumed it was something more. LOL, and also he's just really unnecessarily nice and happy all the time. I know, I I don't know what this, uh, I don't know if it's just me, but am I friends with a psycho? So this is tricky. Um, 13 and 19 is a growth gap. That's huge. That's, that's, that's not 16 mm-mm. and 19. No. And um, I've said before that like one of my partners had a statutory rape charge that I think they ended up getting dropped or something, but he was like 18 at the time. She was like 17 or 16, but her parents still weren't having it. That's a closer gap um than 13 and 19 13 and 19 is huge developmentally oh my god if my 19 year old son was fucking a 13 year old you have a problem we need to have a talk there's nothing yeah but bunny and stevie turned 13 this year yeah now imagine and stinkers turns 20 so imagine stinkers fucking stevie or something or one of their peers dude no, that's a growth gap. That's not like um, an excusable one. Um, I mean, of course, understandably, I see why he ain't in no rush to tell people about it if they don't know right. about it. But um, it I, sounds like his friends that he was so tight with aren't cool with it either. It sounds like they have some more of the details. Yeah. You know, look at it like this. He was out of high school and this child was in middle school. <sighs> eighth grade that's not even high school like and he was already out of high school that's disgusting yeah no i I would um forget how nice he had been all these years and separate myself i would say um, i wish you well Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. 
I don't want anybody yeah. like that in my circle. No. There's there there's just no excuse for that. I'm sorry. No. There's not. And I'm sorry. It sucks to lose a friend, but honestly, mm-mm. God. That's horrible. Um, hold on. Um fuck. Yeah, that's tough. All right. Um, so let me get to the writing question part. Okay. My 11 year old daughter just came to me about an hour ago and said, mommy, I have something to tell you. I'm bisexual. I did not say it out loud to her, but I literally just had a vision a couple of days ago about her coming out to me. I just told her, okay, you know, I don't care. You know who you like, who you like, you love who you love. That will never bother me. She hugged me and dipped out my room with a new confidence and pep in her step. Do you guys have any tips on how I can navigate this journey with her in the most loving, supportive way possible or any other tips? I really appreciate it. Much love, Ashley. Um, Can I just say I love how you already handled it? Love it. Um, And I love that they had a new confidence and that they were comfortable to tell you that in the first place Uh, right the fact that your your child came to you in the first place yeah shows um, the great bond you have with you you're doing good i would say uh maybe just ask them is there anything you want to talk about do you have any questions you know just just to reiterate the fact that you're a safe place and that you're a safe person to talk to about any feelings they might be having. Um, 11 is a tough age. Um, I remember it like it was yesterday. So are the next three years, 11 to 14 sucks. It just, it's like all about finding out who you are, getting comfortable with that kind of owning it. You know what I mean? Um, just all, all their peers right now. It's like you're, you're, becoming like the older kid you're more yes. like turning into a teenager at 11 and 12 you're not like a kid kid anymore now would, it's like adult feelings and adult yeah. issues and adult conversations and like you know they're not looked at as little kids anymore at that time so yeah i would just give them like um an open i would check invitation. in with, i would check in with them once a week and just mm-hmm. say how was your week yeah um anything you want to talk about is there anything that i can do better yeah you know blah, ask blah, them blah. yeah definitely give them an open invitation to a conversation about the shit maybe be like do you like somebody right now do you have your eye on somebody that you want to talk about or yeah i would navigate it the same way i would if you know my child was straight you know yeah. hetero or it's funny when i was little i was like five i think i've told this story i used to go up to my grandparents i can still picture it they were eating dinner at the table in the kitchen and i walked in there and i was like you guys i'm gay and um they were like okay go play all right that's cool shut up you liar they were like it's cool go play and i would be like no really you guys i'm gay and i would like try to be shocking to them and they were like okay cool go ahead we're having dinner right now go play <laughs> can you imagine if you would have walked in and yelled i love pussy <laughs> right oh, oh they would shit. not yeah they would not have appreciated she that she would have fell out her chair just that you saying pussy that's the only yeah that would have been done. yeah that part but yeah so I, I remember when i was super little going up to them so many times and saying that. you're so funny i can picture you doing that too yeah. and being like all right fine bye and then going to play <laughs> Okay, here's another one. Um, This is another parenting type one. 
Okay, I need some advice. I'm into foot play, and I noticed my son, who is 14, starting to show signs of having a foot fetish. He tries to smell my feet, and he wants <laughs> to, and he wants to touch them. He also be be all on his cousin's best friend's toes when she comes around. He likes feet. I told him not to play with my feet because it tickles. I don't want to tell him how he feels about feet is bad because it's not. I do want to let him I think they were trying to say let him know what's appropriate and what's not though what would you do yeah you can't do feet incest with mom (laughs) you gotta (laughs) right um so you're noticing it um and it yeah I would you know my humor is my go-to for everything I'm so open to I would just tell him listen I, I think you like joke. feet. I would be yep. like, okay, I could tell you like feet, but you need to not. You'll make be your girlfriend happy one in day. In the future, don't yeah. tickle my feet, though. Don't be playing with my feet because I know you like them, and don't be playing with your cousin's best friend's feet. Like, right. wait till you're older and you're dating. Take it out somebody. the family. Joke, joke, and say exactly that. Yes, you take the awkwardness out of it, yep. and then you also at the same time let him know that you know. Yes, confront it head on with fucking jokes. Yep. Don't beat around Perfect the bush. Perfect way to handle it. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Do that. Your son's definitely going to suck toes. <laughs> For sure. That's <laughs> when it starts. Yep. Um, That's so funny how you can see that shit in kids. Yeah. Because I've talked about it before. My brother Richard has always liked feet. I told told mm-hmm. you guys we lost him in department stores, had to shut the stores <laughs> down, and he was found staring at women fucking trying on shoes every time oh my god yeah yes. and he likes feet to this day mm-hmm. feet fetish all right i think you know as i get older i like feet more too did i tell you that you hated feet i hated feet and i've I always just, liked um, them i yeah as i get older i like feet and i've had exes and i've wanted hella wanted to rub their feet and they got weird like no no don't really? touch them i don't want you to touch them and i've been like damn like i, I want to rub your feet and they were not cool with it really yes that's happened like uh with a couple of my exes like you, keith keith has really nice feet but he does not let me rub his feet that's so weird yeah there's been a few you know mark is really handsome but mark got some ugly fucking feet and they're not that bad they're scary when they're not pressed down and i <laughs> i rub his feet girl i cut his toenails for him all the time i love him i love his feet but mm, i had a boomerang moment the first time i seen his feet Hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Shut up. Yeah. All right. They're not. Um, They're not that bad. Okay. I have another one. I'm just kind of going through these right now. Okay. Oh, here's a good one. All right. (laughs) You're going to love this. Oh, great. Um, I know this question is ridiculous, but I've been listening to old episodes. So are we. Oh, you're going (laughs) to love it. I've been listening to old episodes and I'm wondering, Crystal, is there a reason you have so much anxiety around shitting, even in your own house? (laughs) Laughing face. Like, I want to know the logic behind this strict routine. Did you have a traumatic poop incident? And then they sent a heart. (laughs) Nope. It's funny. I screenshotted that and I forgot it. Oh, really? Yep. (laughs) And I said, I'll address this next episode. I do. I never had a traumatic incident regarding shit as a kid. Never never um is it just like shame like you don't no, want your it, it has to do with the fact that you know when you're married 
you know each other pretty much inside and out usually, right? Mm-hmm. There's not really too many secrets. Um, they see you at your best. They see you at your worst. Um, I'm not very ladylike in my daily life, you know? Yeah. Um, You're pretty crass. I'm very crass. I'm very trashy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blunt. I am. Not ladylike. Who I am on this show and around you is exactly who I am in front of Mark. Mm -hmm. Silly, ridiculous. So I already feel like my lady, my ladylike image is a four. Okay. Mm -hmm. I figure if I start shitting and farting in front of my (laughs) husband, there's going to be no lady no feminine quality about me so i figure i might as well keep that piece to myself yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't want him to ever look at me and be like ew she took the biggest dump yesterday and the house smelled like no way when i was married i'm um, not doing that my ex-husband still jokes um he's he said it recently i've never known you to take a shit ever in our lives and i was with him for like nine years yeah and he was like i still to this day don't think you've ever taken a shit and i don't and i said that's how it's supposed to be like women don't do that but um honestly i just i know how my brain works and i would never want him to think about it when we were about to fuck or something because that's what would happen to me i would think about your shit when i'm about to suck your dick or something so i would be like i don't want that to ever be a possibility to cross your mind this isn't something i want you to know about so i would be very private i didn't like lock the door and all that kind of shit like me i mean i guess i did lock the door but i didn't like you turn off part of the house i turn on the shower fucking i put poopery in the toilet like yeah i i guess um but that's why that's why for me yeah i would never want him to put his hand on my crotch and be like oh god she pooped earlier i hope she wiped good you <laughs> know shit fucking, like that. exactly no yeah. way no it's way because our brains are fucking weird it is it, it, that's exactly why yeah plus i'm already a fucking dumpster roll every day so. shut up <laughs> um okay here's another good one okay hold on hope it's not about poop my husband and i are having a debate he thinks people can have gay sex and still identify as straight whereas i believe that would make you bisexual what do you guys think we were watching a documentary on amazon regarding the subject thank you guys hope you're doing well oh okay I, i think you're allowed to experiment and decide what you like and what you don't like even guys yeah Okay, because a lot of my male friends, they believe that for women, but not for men. They're like, so fucked up. Once you touch a dick, that's it. You're a bisexual. No, that's not how it works. There's, I mean, there's hella dudes that think if you let your girlfriend peg you, you're fucking gay too. Right. You know? Right. And I'm like, no, because a man didn't do it. So it's not male sex. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I think I've made that clear. But. I've experimented as a kid and I knew as a kid that I was bisexual. Like I said, I liked women first yeah. um, before I ever had an attraction to boys. I had an attraction and experiences with girls. So it really just depends because yeah. I think some a lot of people experiment and don't end up bisexual. Right. They were just trying things out. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm curious to know what the documentary was so I can watch yeah, it. Yeah, I would like to watch it too. Um, so please tell us. I mean, yeah, I I believe people should be afforded um, the, 
goddamn the right to experiment without having to put a label on themselves and have other people put a label on you too no you can't decide for someone else as a woman i could um have you know lesbian sex for five years if i turn around and say no i'm straight you should respect that right Mm -hmm. like you don't get to decide what anybody else's right um sexual identity is based on their experiences period right yeah i don't think that means someone's in denial they just you know people change too maybe that one day they wake up that's wild that her husband or her her i think it's a he uh, see yeah it's crazy how one thinks one way one thinks another right yeah, I think um, I was just talking to you that I feel very asexual lately yeah. because I haven't got my sex drive back. And I was like, I don't care if I never get it back. Which is so crazy. And then cause... I'm also super tired of dicks. I might have like beat it to death, like just <laughs> wore it the fuck out. But I mean, that I'm sure that has a lot to do with my, sex, my sex drive not coming back. But the thought of sex right now feels like nothing i have no desire whatsoever and it feels like it would be a fucking chore so um and i'm on a level where i really love sex right now but wouldn't that be funny if i just grew out of dicks one day well you know (laughs) so i have a cousin i love her dearly um she dated men until oh god um well, she had kids with guys. Um, mm-hmm. She's a, she was bisexual. She was married to a man, and then she had girlfriends, two girlfriends for a couple years. Pro- shit, probably like eight, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Then she got married to a man. They recently divorced, and she's like, "No, I'm back on women. No more men. Yeah, no more. I'm good. I'm done." But like having a distaste for men doesn't do that to you like she's right someone that would be truly bisexual yes, definitely um, or or queer or whatever yeah, if i got sick of men i'm not gonna it's go not gonna make you woman. want pussy no. right yeah that's no that's um that's truly bisexual or yes. truly pan not pan queer whatever yeah however i call it queer because i don't i'm not attracted to either gender like you could be every gender i'm attracted to a person you're like pansexual not, then yeah okay that you're yeah you definitely i just call it queer because like you could be any gender right it would it wouldn't matter right um okay okay that's it that's it (laughs) any other questions we'll save them i gotta go get pee pee i know i gotta smoke cigarettes you guys you gotta go suck it easy (laughs) oh wait happy fucking new year happy new year it's gonna be happy fucking new year by the time we talk again it is okay Okay, happy new get year. Get your black eyed peas ready. Your yellow uh, underwear. Your crystals, whatever. You get every fucking thing because we need that shit. Did you, so you know that yellow underwear is a um tradition. Yeah. I don't for good luck. It brings have a good lot luck. of underwear. We'll get some <laughs> yellow ones for New Year's. Okay, I will. Black eyed peas. What else? Um there's a lot of other stuff, but I don't know. So my friend just told me today that you're not supposed to put two trees up. Have two trees up in your house in the same year, meaning for good luck it's bad luck if you leave your christmas tree up past the first and then you know put up a new one that december of the same year oh so you're supposed to take your tree down the 31st well, i'm never doing that and i never said this must explain that. why my life has been like this in shambles because i keep mine till fucking march and april yeah i'm never taking my tree never. down by new year's and i never have growing up never nope sorry Mm-mm. um real quick I, there's a happy birthday Frank, frankie beverly is one of our longtime listeners happy birthday no it's not her birthday oh hi just kidding frankie <laughs> psych <laughs> 
<laughs> if you would stop talking over me. That's an inside joke from now on. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we interrupt each other all the fucking time. It's what we do. Yeah. Um, so Frankie Beverly is a longtime listener, and she wrote in, Hey, Potafria and Crystal. First off, I love your show and have been listening since the beginning. You've gotten me through a lot of hard times when I just needed a friend. I know that Aww. sounds kind of creepy. No, it doesn't. No. Uh, but when you listen to someone's podcast, you feel like you're their friend. You are. Definitely. Um, anyways, my best friend of 23 years is celebrating her birthday on January 3rd. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that you could give her a birthday shout out. Her name is Corey Corbell, if you want to get me in trouble. <laughs> I hope I said that right. Um, she hates that high school nickname. She loves the show as well, and it would mean hella much to her. Anyway, never let anyone convince you that the show is not amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm sending positive vibrations your way. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So, Corey, oh, happy fucking birthday, and you have a great friend, and 23 years is, a like, a lifetime for some people, so yep. that's great that, that you have Cherish a friend of that, that long. Yeah. Happy that's like birthday. family at that point. Not you, Frankie, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Happy you birthday. Know, um, it's my friend. It's Jenny's birthday today. Happy oh, yeah. Birthday, happy Jenny. birthday. It's a lot of people's birthday. Stupid Today is, I was saying happy birthday to so many people online Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Suck it easy. Go to bed. (laughs) 